welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy. As always, I am joined by... Jaylet the Kid. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. I think you need one more. Was no, that, that was five. Was five? Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah, you're good. That was pretty good. You, that might have been the best one I've ever done. Yo, I just want to let you know, and for, and for the listeners out there, when the lights maybe they go can't on, really see, but <laughs> the, the amount of concentration going on, the strain of concentration on your face was like palpable. I was looking at you and you were just like, I, I thought your skull and eyes were going to come out of every single orifice. It's the finals, baby. You just lock in for playoff mode, I guess. <laughs> Yo, you did. You went to Kobe mode right there. When the lights are on, baby. Holy God. Yeah, we were... Um, <laughs> usually when we... Right before we go on here, we always goof. Well, Jordan always does like the Anchorman because uh, he knows all... Like, What's the Anchorman ones? Uh, unique. New York. No, what's the other one that I the like? The arsonist was... Den- what is, the yeah, arsonist that's... has oddly shaped feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And out of nowhere, I said... What did I I said... You said Google... I something with Google and... and I said, uh, like, the Google's galaxy is filled with glue. Or something. Yeah, that was <laughs> good, though. Like that, I just made it up. That's a good alliteration. I like and that one. And then uh, Jordan says, I can't say the toy boat one. That one, everyone at home, toy boat... You have to give it the T, give and, it a second, and five times fast. And Jordan, Go ahead and try right now. Yeah, right now you have to say toy boat five times fast. It's supposed That's to be ninety-five percent. Like it's supposed fail. to be the, the shortest tongue twister, right? Is that I, to me, it's always that's one that I've known about for like whenever someone says theirs. That's just I just go to the the double aces in the pocket right away. Yeah, that's mine always. Yeah, I think it's known as like the shortest tongue twister. You say toy boat five times. So what? Unbeknownst to Jordan. I was going to just test them off the rip. I was going to have him introduce himself, and then I, I was going to go and see how I did, and then Jordan and I knew what he would have to follow to see how he did. I think and I we did both better. passed, I would say. Yes. We both passed. I checked the tape, run the tape back. I might actually, I'm actually pretty confident. That might have been the best one I've ever had. I didn't see any flaw. I, I mean, thank you. I didn't see any flaws. Again, uh, we might need to. We might need to post the video on that one because, and maybe zoom in on your face I would because totally I need, yeah, I want to slow it down. And just like you're just like <laughs> veins popping out of like your uh, forehead. That was the look of just true determination. Yeah, and grit. Yeah, that was good. So yeah, welcome everyone. That's how you do a hot in. That's what we call that. We call that a hot in. In, you in, always in, doing in the that. Intro, you know what I mean. You love that ish. You know, yeah. That's your move. I think that's where you get the most, and I think we got a lot out of you there. The, the, you've, I'd say, the conversion rate of me knowing when it's coming is I'm probably two of twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere All right, right I'm doing my job. Good. Um, how is everybody doing out there? We are doing well. We are in the middle of Hurricane Elsa. It's tough out here, man. It, we are we are recording live in the middle of Hurricane Elsa as it passes through Florida. But you know what? It was this was the kind of just the this is the uh, car battery to the nipples moment this weekend. This was the first little jolt that we felt down in our plums of just the fear that that some of us feel every year around a certain time that you guys out there listening might not have ever had to deal with. You know what it was you know it was fun for me. Um I got my first little like oh shit I'm a homeowner. Yeah. Oh and I own this house. 
Oh. And there's a hurricane coming? Well, let's talk real quick. Do you got shutters? Uh, I got shutters. I got shutters. I got shutters. You for got everything. shutters. You got all the tools required to, to put your shutters up. I have all tools required to put shutters, said shutters up. Okay. What's our battery situation looking like right now? Battery in my car? No. Well, you should maybe have a charger for that also, but like, um, do you have like a big sack of batteries? I don't have a big sack of batteries. Toilet paper, paper towels? Just got some today. Like your weekly amount or like the in case the world goes down for like three weeks amount? Um, well, it's just me here. I got eight rolls of toilet paper and eight paper towels. So week just tops. me here. Week tops. Week, week tops. <laughs> I was okay. going to say three days, but Fail. wow, you got to oh. a week. Okay. What's yeah. our, how much water do we have? Um, Bottled water. Well, it's the, hurric- the hurricane's here, so I'll just go get outside, right? No. No, there's no bottle of water here. That's all right. I'm downgrading you again. Okay. And I don't even have to ask if you have a generator because I know at this point you do not. No, but, but I have one of those cute little charger things that, like, you know, you can, like, you can plug in stuff things and it keeps it, like, you know, it'll charge some stuff for, like, for up your to, phone? Like, 24 hours. Okay. You know? Not, you know what? I'm going to give you a D for your hurricane preparedness, <laughs> but it's your first hurricane season and um, we're going to do better. But I also, I just kept thinking the whole time, you know, my my siblings are right down the street. Yeah. I can just run to them. Ash got, got, got stuff she needs. You can run to them. Ben, I don't know. It could be either way. He could be just like you, or he could be like quadruple down, got like all the stuff. Ben, yeah, either has has more than enough and he's not sharing it with you. <laughs> yeah. And or, yeah, he doesn't have shit and he's just got like, you know, he's going to plug into his neighbor's generator so we can fucking still be able to play some fucking COD. Oh, I t- <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as we got the COD. Um, how was Call your weekend? Call Duty out there for all you noobs. Yeah. Come Kay. on. So how was your weekend? Um, weekend, July 4th. Weekend was good. Uh, you did a lot of planting stuff, a lot of gardening stuff. Saw that. Listen to, uh, listen to, uh, I'm Saw a mower, that. not a grower a lot this weekend. Did you? I did. Good. Lovely. It's great. It's great. Guys, go check it out. Jay Lit the Kid on Spotify. I'm a mower, not a grower. It's great. Playlist. Uh, whenever you're ready to get out front and do a little sweating in the yard. Man, and did did we did I do some sweat and it was hot as fuck on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we I, I showed you. I gave you I gave you a little tour. We uh, we planted some stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Looks yep. good. Trees are in the ground. Bushes in the ground. Clusia is in the ground. Clusia's in. Got a nice plumeria uh, snippet. Mm-hmm. We're about to put that in too. Yep. So I did uh, a lot of homeowners homeowner stuff like that, cutting lawns and stuff like Didn't that. Didn't get hurricane stuff. Um, nope, didn't do the, see, I was thinking that, that was that, I was preparing for the hurricane does by doing that. You don't, you don't want to keep your, your uh, lawn un, unkempt, right? True. Yeah. Okay. See? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So did homeowner stuff and then, uh, Sunday just did family stuff. Yeah. I went over there. Actually, you know what? It was funny. We did burgers and hot dogs with the, with the with the parents and stuff. But I left and came back here because I wanted to see some fireworks and in Fourth of July. And see yeah, the city of Fort, uh, city of Fort Lauderdale doesn't have them. So, but like our neighborhood's pretty good about it. So I came back home. How'd, how'd we do this year? Dog, there's these guys across the street. They just moved in July first. 
See, the you don't always <laughs> love the overzealous neighbor, but Bro. on July 4th, you love the overzealous neighbor. Bro, he, I, I was like, duh, these guys got balls. Like, they just moved in, but they had just the pallet out, drilling mortars into the pallet. Like, they what? were legit, dog. Drilling like, pallet? Drilling? Uh, mortars into pallets. They, I've never done that in my life. Duh, they had a whole pallet out there, and they would they had like twelve mortars, like rockets, like in there, and then like they would just like they'd fire them all off and zoot 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 zoot, put new ones in. Like it was. I want to party with those guys. Okay. Yeah, and they were. Uh, they gave us a show right here. I called. I called. Uh, I called Ashley and the kid. I said, "Come over. We got. We got front row seats to like the best show." Nothing more American than just sitting out front of your own goddamn house on July 4th just watching someone else light fireworks. I mean, I was in pig shit heaven, as my dad would say. That's great. It was so, yeah. It was Sick. actually, it was a good, it was, it was good. So, New Orleans was not supposed to have fireworks. But I think the story went that I read that Will Smith is for some reason in town filming a movie and donated 100K last minute and we had fireworks in New Orleans. Thank you, Will Smith. So, all right, let's talk. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> That's just a nugget that let's I was holding just, on to for you. Yeah, Do you Jake, like that? Hold on, hold on. Let's, How's it taste? Let's 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 hit let's beep 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 <laughs> beep. Back it up here, and so you went to New Orleans this weekend. Yes, we, we, I did. We uh, we that finally is correct. Went. We finally went. That is correct. What did you honor. do this weekend, Jordan? Ooh, uh, I mean, I ate and drank my way around that city. Yeah, what there's was not the, much left. What was give me give me the give me the couple top fire food things, Oof, um, and give me like you know if you got if you had like a good cocktail or something. Uh, the cocktail, was, of course, was Aaron Rose. Yeah, had to get the the frozen Jameson with the coffee grounds on top. It's um, delectable. What was the what were the couple fire foods, dog? Um. Okay. So just throw some just wifey like, had this was fire. We had we did we went to a a, a, a local boil a couple weeks ago. And wifey was had the 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 taste of craw still in her craw, <laughs> and uh, she wanted it. So we basically went to this little boil house on Magazine Street and and got like you know the 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 standard you know New Orleans fare with the crawfish, crabs, all that shit. It was on point. Um, that was fantastic. Had some po' boys. Um, had some amazing brunch at this spot. Um, Called the Country Club, Country amazing, Club. yeah. And then Pesh. Pesh, Pesh was the restaurant we went to, Pesh was like the seafood based. It was. What'd you What'd you order there? Um, I got black drum in like a curry. Black drum is like a, a red fish? fish, but yes, okay. kind of like a red fish. Okay, the black brother of a red fish. The what? Oh, the black. He's the black of... drum. A red fish is a red drum. Okay. That's what you learned this week. That's what I guess I can't <laughs> use any of your mind that I had now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was amazing. Wifey had uh, the hanger steak. Ooh. We just everything we had there was just top notch. But it, like I had told you before, the drinking and the eating of multiple days in a row is just a gastrointestinal nightmare. Well, did you bring drugs? Were you good? Were you, no, we you, were good. No, like no. Did you bring like you know Tom? Did you? Oh bring yeah, but Zan, that does. I mean Zantax that and that is back. That is the battalion that I'm sending into war knowing they're all dying. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're taking away I, some of the old bay, but not anywhere near all dude, of it. Dude, I can yeah. Trips, any 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 trip, doesn't matter where it is. If I'm going out of town somewhere, yeah. I'm 
yeah, Xantax don't make don't don't even stand a chance. I'm, oh. I'm eating like two a day at least. We had we had we had blown through the Alka Seltzer in the first two days, and the yeah. last day was just truly a test. I credit to me, uh, <laughs> you know, just a warrior staying out there and really just getting the job done. Yeah, did you get after that nice last day? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. The first night we were out late and we just jumped around Bourbon Street, just absolute trash bag caught on a stick. Um, yeah, was great. You did Bourbon again. Had to. You guys just, the first night. You guys already been to bourbon though. I feel like once you do bourbon one time, you don't do it we, again. We were tangential to bourbon. It wasn't like directly on bourbon. <laughs> Tang- like what? Yeah. is that a word? Yeah. That's not a word. Tangential. Tangential? Look it up. Tangential? Yeah. And it means with like a tangent. So like within like I need you to like Yeah, tangential. like like loose, like connected to. Tangentile? I'm I'm going away from the Will Smith story. Um, yeah, I'm gonna need you to pause. Well, yeah, I'm gonna need you to pause right now, and then when you come back from the this like, I, I mean, is this a real word for real? Yeah, it's an adjective. And what what's what does it say? Relating to or along a tangent. Relating to you were gentle. Or you along say gentle or genteel. Tangential. Tangential. I A L on the end. Tangential. Wow, this guy. I'm learning. I'm learning. That's what you also learned this week. I'm learning everything. There you go. Um, so now I'm ready for the Will Smith story. How did you know this? Like, I feel like you were at you were you were bellied up at a bar, pretty twisted, and like some bartender just there was, told you that that story, and it's absolute farce. Um. No, I there was there was rumblings like the, the oh night my like God. the night or two before when everyone at the bars are all talking about it. I think it was even in the newspaper like that morning or like the day before. Who I think that's a, I think that's a stretch right there. I think you're stretching on that. Why, bro? We, I, it sounds like some weird rumor that went around. Yo, right here. The actor reportedly paid $100,000 for Louisiana City to have a fireworks display over the Mississippi River, River on Sunday. Uh, city officials told the AP that Smith decided to pay for the pyrotechnics after learning New Orleans didn't have a 2021 uh, show planned. When did he do it, like, last minute? Like, I feel like, did they just have a warehouse where it's like, yo, we're not using these this year? Um, I don't know, but yeah, he's here shooting a movie, and basically that's the deal. That's all I'm giving you. Will Smith. Thank you, Will. Yo, I mean, he. I think, I think he, uh, I mean... Jada and Tupac, she's come. She do the Tupac thing on him again. Why is she dogging my boy? She's out here doing nice things for the community, and you're just dogging them. I don't know. I'm all Team Will on that. Oh, I mean, we're definitely Team Will. This is a Team Will podcast. Definitely Team Will. Will Daddies. Fucking Will Daddies. Yeah. Um, Prince Daddies. Yeah. Fresh Prince Daddies. Yeah. Uncle. Uh, what was the fucking uncle's name? Um, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Technically, we're the Uncle Phils, or he's the Uncle Phil to us. Yeah, we love him. Thank you, Will. Yeah. Um. So New Orleans is good. Yeah, sick. So much fun. Yeah, it looked like fucking a lot of fun. Um. Do we? Uh, do we? Uh, are we ready to? Yeah. Do, I mean, are you? Do, I mean, you must. Are you still a trash bag? Uh, no, I'm better now. Are you clean, well, you're cleaned I don't up? know. You're I don't know up? that. Uh, Does Frank need to clean you up? That glacial just 
Zephyr that you fed me before the show today has got me kind of, you know, <laughs> uh, on my back foot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's see. Let's let's uh, let's clear this place up. Let's open up the janitor's closet. Let's go. Frank, Frank, uh, we need you by the back dumpster. The raccoons got into the trash and flung it all into the ha- hallways. Uh, that's right behind the building in every hallway. Thanks. So, thank you, Frank, for getting to that. The raccoons have been quite quite the... Uh, A plenty. Mis- yeah, mischievous ones lately. Yes, they uh, have. Thank God we have Frank. Um, what, what do you got for us? What do Woo! we have? Woo! Uh, Les Claypool. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about that little enigma. How did that go? As you can see, I was listening to the, the new album. Yeah. And how is it? It's fucking amazing. Um, yeah. Les Claypool, a clear, uh, just dark horse going into this tournament. I can tell you right <laughs> Weird, now. Weird, right? Different. Yeah. Different, very, different, very different. different, different, different. Um, I, I liked the early Red Hot Chili Peppers reference. Uh, follow me down this little rabbit hole. As far as the Primus is concerned, do you feel like that was like the, uh, like Primus was maybe the preface to like early corn? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh. That was like all to me. Oh, that was yeah. all like within one, like the Absolutely. same, the same stew. Absolutely. Yeah. Like all the system of a down. Yeah. But like they were paving the way for them. I mm-hmm. think Primus, I think, was a little bit before. That was like late 90s for them. But I think corn had some like er, like mid. 90s stuff that I was like, oh, like this is like real bass heavy. Yeah. And you know, I really enjoyed how because probably he's the lead, the lead singer that the bass is is just prominent as the voice. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that you only get that when the bass the the lead exactly. singer is the bassist. Yeah, like when the leader of the band is a bassist, his shit gets turned up. It's just like it's he's literally like the it's closer to the mic or something. I don't know what it is. It's just what happens when that's the leader. When that's the leader, when that's the main guy, he he's a, he he gets to do that because no one else is gonna say no. It's a rarity, but I it's it's always it good to different. hear it though. Yeah, and it it, it yeah. changes the way you typically listen to music because yeah. those lows are not the the prominent part of the song. No, it's in the background kind of. Keeping you grooving. Yeah, it's, you know? usually it's yeah the rhythm, just like keeping the rhythm of it. And then the other thing I had, let me, here's another little rabbit hole for you. Um, Cricket and the General, I think it was the song. Okay. Um, sounds a little like Brendan. Yeah? Yeah. There's a couple songs in there, and I was like, this sounds like almost early Brendan stuff. I could see I need that. you to go back and like well, check s- the tape on that. I, I could see that because... Um, there was a song on there. I was like, this could be him to me. No, I could see that because he, especially his earlier stuff, because Brendan is He's really... He's got that kind always of folk really, voice, you know? He always wanted to sound like the Beatles, though. Yeah. Like, he always, like, he, like, he, he a lot of his harmonies and stuff, like... Like, I remember when his first album came out, like... That was all. That was always the write up on him when when one Mississippi came out. Was like, yo, his got his, his harmonies are like the Beatles harmonies. His hmm. songwriting is very much like Lennon and Paul McCartney's, and so and the I think the Cricket in the General is is the song by um, the the Lennon uh, the the Claypool Lennon Delirium, which is Sean Lennon's son. 
Got it. That yeah, that is, ties it in. I'm telling Sean you, Sean Lennon and Clay Les Claypool. Listen back to that one though, because yeah. I was like, wow, like that definitely could be I like taken that. from each other. I don't know what was going I like on there, that. I like but it was that. very. Like that. That's that's very, what I heard in the back. It's a very astute observation of you, because like I'm not, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, like I'm not making up what I just told you. Like that. No, was of course, yeah. Brennan, especially Brennan's early, like Lapalco and stuff. Like his early, like when he was doing, doing like the harmony, like he sounded so much like Paul and fucking John. Yeah. Well, so, like that's a good that's a good connection that you didn't know that you made there. Well, there you go. That's so you so you we like you like less. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I'm so happy to hear that because I was like, this is gonna be a weird one. And it was very cool to see. I don't want to say the progression, but more him meandering around between the different genres of music, from like Primus to then some of his stuff, and then the, right. the later collaborations. Right. You know, it was just like. You could tell he felt like he had done a pretty good job representing that genre, and then he kind of moved on and did something else or progressed to like something else. Yeah, exactly. Like he was looking for challenges along the way, and he like kind of did stuff in every uh, every sphere. It's kind of cool. Sense. Like he 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 did, and but in every single like thing that he did, he always made sure he put his like thing on it. Yeah. Oh well. You know, yeah. It was like. It's kind of like, let's see how far we can take this sound with this bass. Well, I think and that's like, the part of being like the influential one of the group, right? Yeah. The one that kind of leads them in that direction. Like, he's the one forming these groups, so therefore he gets to kind of determine yes. which direction, you know, the sound because goes in. He, but and he, that's his he, style. Because he knows it's like, all right, well, if I go hook up with like this other like massive person... It's not like it's not gonna work. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not gonna work with like if me and like Gary Clark Jr. hooked up. Like it's probably that not gonna work. That would be dope, though. But you want to hear that one now? Yeah, now I you definitely. Hear why the, wouldn't I want to hear Clay that? Clay Clark uh, yeah. connection. Clay and Clark. Yo, actually, yo, Les. Put that vinyl out, Les. I know you're listening, Doug. Yeah, like do that. Yeah. All right, sweet, sweet, sweet. But yeah, so that was. I really enjoyed that. I will be taking pieces of that out for my own, uh, you know, just consumption. And I definitely recommend everyone out there listening to go get you a little less Claypool because that boy definitely knows what he's doing. Okay. Jaylet stamp of approval. All right. Boom. I love that. That's that, that, that I like hearing that, like, because I was pretty critical before even you, you even listening to it, but it was because it, he needed to be a peacock. And I'm glad that, you recognize it, and other people out there are recognizing as well. You know what, bud? Sometimes I can uh, surprise you. I thought for sure you would come back and you'd go, bro, this song and this song, but weird. No, good, get good it. stuff, couldn't, good couldn't stuff. Definitely good stuff. We got anything else in the closet? No. Um, we did. Oh, yeah. Um, we definitely misspoke last episode, thinking uh, it was episode 24. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. We're the, hold on. Don't close that closet. Don't lock that closet just yet. Exactly. Uh, we are, you know, as we are champions, we also point out our missteps mm-hmm. and our scandals. And as, and, and as champions... Like his, like you know, like the, the great Michael Jordan said, you know, Mike, 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 producer Mike should have like told us that though. He Mike. should have known. Like, see, I also that's also what great ones do. We like, blame others. They, the great ones also blame others for when they do. You know, they blame the, the rare, the rare misstep. That yeah. was Mike. That was they Mike. They blame the penalties on the, we had a lot of penalties. See, Mike wrote it up on the top this time. Yeah. Like he normally does, but. So like, I also want to just like, we're just trying to help you get better at your job, Mike. That's all it's weird it is. that we have to tell you about your it's job. It's like, but. it's just little things like that. That's what separates, you know, 
you know, mediocre producers and great producers. Yeah. The great producers go, they they shoot us into our fucking on our into our headphones here and they let us know. Or they just go up to the glass. You could have just went like this. Twenty three and you and you put the numbers out, twenty four whatever what, you and know. We're, but, yeah, we're not even gonna mention the wig snafu of twenty twenty one either. We'll right, talk about that you know, a whole so we're not we're gonna be big we're gonna be bigger than things, that, we're not gonna mention it. Just things like that in you know, but you're with us, and we're we are a team. You're right. We're that's what champions do. They bring everyone. You know, they bring everyone back together. That's what, that's what champions do. We're not going to point fingers, Mike. We're not going to point fingers. We're just going to we're just going to we're just going to make sure flaws are flourished. Mm. So yes, this is episode twenty four. Twenty four. There this you is go. Episode twenty four. And now I think we can close the closet. All right, Frank, lock get that the fuck thing out, of Frank. Here. Go home and then go, go get a beer. Yeah, go get a beer. You deserve it. Um. So there's a lot to get into. We got, yeah. we got there's a lot to get into. It was a pretty, pretty heavy week in, in, in b- behind us. There, a lot of things happened. Sometimes so, it's it's weird. You know, the summer news cycle so is supposed I'm, to be. Like I'm actually nothing. gonna just leave it up to. I'm I'm gonna let. I wanna. I'm gonna let you. We. It's either we go. We're doing Cosby. We're gonna do the uh, college athletes making moolah. Or uh, we're going to talk about uh, Shikari Richardson. And we're going to do all three. You give me the order, starting with one as being the first one we start with. We're going to go one. I think we're going to do college athletes and then tie in the sprinter as like a whole sports thing. And then then, Then fucking Cosby deserves his own. Finish it off with that piece of shit. Yeah, right there for sure. Um, Let's Let's do it. God, we missed it. We oh, missed I it know. by like, bro. I we well, missed like it. eleven years. We I missed think. it by ten years. You know? Yeah. What I, mean? I mean, we could have been if if I was in high school. I knew the shit was like this. If, oh man! In Jacks, oh. what would have been your sponsor in Jacks? So you're on the UNF Osprey baseball team. Guthrie's. 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 Just either the what is it the 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 sandwich or like just the, the, box. the platter it's or the a, box? It's just a box. It's <laughs> only you, you want box one or box two? Yeah, like, that's, that's the only thing that was on that mug. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I gotta go. Like, can I just get the local Mexican taco truck? The one we went to like late over night. The hill? Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh man, the one over the ditch. Yeah. Can I just get the, him with to the sponsor fire me? Elote? Yes. Remember that shit in the car? Oh no, wait. I guess I need. I want to go like corporate. Corporate like. A big wig, right? So I get lots of money. Well, I mean, it depends on you know what. What do you want? Like, I just want free boxes from Guthrie's. Mm. You know, maybe they'll throw me some money, but I just want free box. Mm. I mean, if we want to go big, then like, all right, yo, Jacksonville, what's good? Dick's wings. Mm. Okay, yeah, I like that. You know, like Uncle Al- or Al's Pizza might be a good one. Al's Pizza would be a that good piece local of shit one. Would have, has tons of money. Yeah, I like that one. You know, let's go Al's Pizza. Al's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Former employee. Yeah. What's good? Mm, fired. <laughs> what was that? Do we want to talk about that firing again? I don't remember. What was it? Do you remember why? I can't remember. I'm, Dan. I, 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 don't, I don't know if it was something bad you want to talk, you don't want to talk about. Oh, no. It was like I was like eating food at the restaurant, and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm eating a salad. And he was like, you can't eat the food. You're the delivery guy. I was like, yeah, but like, you know, Dan made me the salad. And he's like, you're definitely stealing. And I was like. It's like a salad on my shift. Come on. Boom. Fired. <laughs> wow. He did he even give you, if he would have given you the option of like, well, you're going to have to pay for that. What would you? I would have just paid for it. But he would just, he didn't even give you that option. No. Old Turkish man. Yeah. Guess what? Now you're sponsoring my buddy who's an athlete and now you're paying him. So joke's on you, idiot. Joke is on you. Um, But 
How do you? I mean, we feel good, right? This is a good thing. Absolutely. Do you think it's going to get out of hand? No way. I think. I think more. I think more. More good will come out of it than I think. You're going to have like you're going to have a couple like things that are going on with like universities. You know, then paying that. That's like that's what's going to be interesting. Is like when you start seeing like universities like try to get on the get into the money where they're like they they're working with a sponsorship that that person that that corporation they pay a bunch of money pays for that, that guy. Like, like that's the stuff that, that'll get that'll start to get muddy and stuff but as far as like they need to so they need, what they what they're gonna need to do is figure out a cap on like how much these guys can make for like you know certain things in, in certain seasons and stuff for recruiting, that's maybe. what maybe for like recruiting that's purposes. what can get like a little crazy of just like because man, I was listening to a couple pundits saying how like yo, you're gonna see just like these seniors who would like normally not play in like the Capital One Fiesta Bowl because like they're sitting out, they don't want to get hurt. And he's like, and you're gonna see just Capital One just swoop in and just be like, hey yo, here's fucking two hundred thousand dollars, play that game court like fucking yeah. Heisman winning quarterback. But why would you go to so the... more people can watch? We'll watch it. If you were like, but also too, like think about it. People might start staying longer in college because if you're like exactly. a borderline, that's the, that's the good stuff. I think is what you'll start yeah, to see. Yeah, because like people that are like borderline don't know if they're gonna get picked up. You could stay in college just to say make two hundred k. You're a good player, but you're not like definitely gonna be an NFL starter. Like you might stay the next two years, lock in that money, and then maybe because you were better, Mm -hmm. get like that deal at the NFL level too. Yeah, you know. So I think I agree. I think there's gonna be some shady shit because no matter what's going on, there's shady shit around college football. Yeah, but it might end up making the league like much better. Oh, I think it'll definitely make the league much better. You'll like have you'll have things like you said, people. Like wanting to like you know stay longer because you make a little bit more money. I think you're gonna have you're gonna have kids like let's think about this. You're gonna have kids that they're gonna be looking at guys that are like making fucking money at their local thing, whatever, making mad money. And these kids, because you, I mean, how many times have you seen in, in college homeboy? Uh, uh, what's it? Was it DNP? They get DNP. Do not participate or, or uh, did not dress or whatever. Yeah, did not dress DND because of academics. Yeah. How many times have you seen that in these universities where these kids just like they don't fucking they don't go to class and now these kids are gonna be like, yo, honestly, if I go to class, like I can keep my fucking deal with the local pizza place and I'm and I'm making a little cash to like fucking pay for my mom's shit or my cousin or like I got cash. Like you're gonna see kids like start Hopefully. to do better. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Maybe it'll actually bring the graduate. Uh, maybe we're like being super naive, but this is such I don't think so. A new topic. Maybe it'll even help with like graduation rates. I, I'm telling you, I think yeah, you totally right? will see that. I mean, how many college athletes? We're all, we're known as like as only in college though. they don't go on. There's tons of like people that like I'd say know, most a majority of yeah. them don't go on and become professionals in their sport. Right, you know, very like, few actually do. But you remember like but the ones that you they were big on like and they can and they'll, they'll make a little bit of money like locally there because people will support them. Man, I would love to just be like sponsored by the local bar chain and then just like the local. Uh, you definitely gotta get a local uh, like used car lot. You gotta yeah. be there. As well, yeah. Like, those are all the college, like hometown places. You you know you gotta be. Yeah, well, it's, the local hardware store. The uh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gotta be. I mean, I I can't wait to see how much money these these kids start making. That's what I. That's what's gonna be interesting is like how much are we gonna let these kids make. Because well, Trevor Lawrence your, last year could have made a fuck ton uh, of money. Name, dog. image, and likeness, though. That's all about the individual. So as long as you're like yeah, keeping but, your shit straight with the school. 
I mean, you should be able to rake in as much cake as possible because now these schools are not going to feel bad about exploiting these athletes anymore. They're going to say, oh, yeah, they're getting paid now. So guess what? I'm going to trot them out to every fucking event and every little thing we can we can squeeze out of them because now people can't say that we're exploiting these people anymore, right? Right. So this is kind of the under the undertow, if yeah. you will. So it'll be it's, interesting to see is. what happens. It is. It will be. It will be. It will be. It will so be. let's switch gears and go. You said her name. I definitely didn't write it down. What was it? Shikari Richardson. Yeah. And so she tested positive for weed ja, before the Olympics. Ja. And now is not going. Ja. What, what do you think? What's going on? So uh, I'm going to do... I'm going to do the terrible, like, mm, okay, yes, well, I don't know. Yes, you, don't... you know? Okay. So, so this, this, there's two things for me on this, on this story. The first one that I think, you know, cause the first one that though, that everyone's doing is like, oh, that's fucked up. It's just weed. And like Michael Phelps, like no one said shit to Michael Phelps because he's white and like she's black. And so like, they're not letting her fucking, you know, race and shit. So like, there's that for me, which you know we can uh, we can undress that one and talk about because there are there are some truths in that in that statement, but also you're never gonna be in this situation if you just didn't smoke weed and like fucking I'm gonna do the old like parent thing. It's like rules are rules, mm. so like you just you got fucking caught and like yeah I I mean how many times have you uh, people in all, all of us in our life. We've gotten caught with something and we didn't really do something that fucked up, but they fucking, they fucking put us in timeout and they suspend us. And when like we had, and like, we didn't think it was fucking fair. It's happened to me tons of times. And like, yeah. and that's why I think it's happened. It's like, yo, it, do I think it's fair? Absolutely. The fuck not. It's so stupid. I'm going to explain my point. So in a very, that's what that, that's where I'm, I'm going to put that right there on the table on this, on this plate over here. I'm gonna say my point, and then I think it will. We'll see how these how these mesh. Okay. Um, I'm gonna explain this in a very simple story that happened to me on Friday. Worked a half day before I we left and went out of town to New Orleans. Being that we were going to New Orleans and we were about to be and have a fanciful feast of just different a plethora of different foods, the food truck, the little roach coach, pulled up to the shop, and I wanted some food. I was hungry. Okay. But. I did not want to ruin my chances of potentially getting sick or whatever from this truck before I went to New Orleans. Very, very smart of you. I don't know so if I would have been All you aware. need to do, well, I just said, I'm not even going to do this so that there's no chance of me risking going to this event. You should go up to the truck. You're just like, and I get a fish sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... All it, if if you know you gotta go, it's the same shit you were saying. Yeah. You, know, you can't fucking do that. And like you can do it for all this other amount of time, but like how are you gonna let this happen and ruin these ruin and your like chances? The, and like and, and I don't and I don't mean to cut you off, so remember what you're about to say, but I was this is also like a little thing that like I was just like, eh was she was like, Oh well I was smoking weed because my mom some of her, some of her aunt or her mom died or something like her grandma died or something like that. Someone died, I think, in her family. Damn. So she was using that as a, as a grieving thing. I didn't know about thing. that, but still. Uh, but she was using that as a grieving thing and I was like, Oh, we're doing that. You're you're gonna fucking now use like Look there make are, us feel bad like it's like, like a very small Does it matter how you use it? Like, you know, like now we have to like un now we have to like unbutton that fucking, you know, bra brazier. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> let those things flop out on the table? Yeah. So like, there's a there's a lot of things to it, but keep going. I well, no, I just think maybe we're at that older age, but also I get it. Like you were in a state, it's legal. All the all that shit. I mean, we smoke. We, but we you love, know, we, we love. Weed, but you but can't. Like, you can't do that right before the biggest event of your life. And yeah. all I can say, the silver lining is, you said it. You're gonna come back next year to the worlds. And if you were supposed to win these Olympics, you better be training your ass off and yeah. just invalidate everything by winning this next year. Besides, Shikari, and I know, and I know you're listening. You don't want to go to these Olympics. These Olympics are going to be the wackest Olympics of all the, of every uh, any Olympics that's ever happened. Yeah, the next Olympics is going to be way more lit. You're There's definitely no gonna one going to fucking be there and shit. It's going to be like all COVID up uptight. Shikari, let me just give you this little nugget. Guess what Shikari Richardson learned this week. Mm. They're not they're they're not giving out condom free condoms in the Olympic Village this year because they don't want no one having sex. They're giving them the condoms to them when the they end. leave to take home. To take home back to Russia. Yeah. So like Shikari, you don't want to be there on this one. You're all set. I now am flipping and saying. You're, I mean, we're both who needs it. 2021. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. the hash. That's the Octothorpe we're using. Yes. But, um. You know, you should have known what you're doing. You should have known what you're doing. We're being and, old. Are we old? And no. I mean, they're throwing the book at her. That's that's the other like that's the other caveat to this thing too. Is like I'm saying, yo, you shouldn't have fucking done it. But also at the same time, it's like, man, they're fucking. They're they could they could easily go change this rule real quick and, and you go and just go be a badass. But they're choosing not to, which like that fucking blows. That blows. And then you get into the you get into the Michael Phelps fucking thing. Like Michael Phelps had the fucking weed stuff, and y'all didn't throw the book at him. You know? Well, they suspended him for like a year, but it wasn't during the Olympics, which is like, yo, if you're going to smoke, wait till you got that gold dangling around your neck. God damn it. Yeah. All right. Let's so, let's leave that alone. Let's go to this piece of shit. All right. Let's go to this. This man, this motherfucker I'm deserves li- I'm his actually, own goddamn segment. I'm actually fucking livid about this Bill Put Cosby shit, on. dog. I'm Put fucking on. livid about this Bill Cosby <laughs> shit. I did. Have you, you read? Did you read, have you, have you checked I read. It out? I read well, up. Of course, I read the transcript. I had to get in there and say, "How did this happen?" Because if first of all, it came out of nowhere. Well, I think that was all. That was all part of what was going on. Oh, they were like, the "We're going to do this on the Fourth of July week, and no one's going to fucking pay attention." They tried to bury it. We're not going to. This podcast. This podcast doesn't. We have. There's no shovels here. We only got none in the studio. Mm-mm. We don't bury shit. Nope. Um. But yes, I saw, the, I read about the technicality. If you have not read about the backdoor dealings and... It's an absolute backdoor dealing. Bullshit that went on. This go is read up. Go read privilege. up for yourself. We'll, we, will, we, all, we can summarize it for you real quick, but fucking go read up on it because you know why you, you, we're challenging you guys to read up on it? It's because you guys need to under, like see, pull back the curtain, as my lovely co-host always likes to say, mm. and see exactly what the American justice system really is. Really is. Well, it's just, you know, it's stratified towards the people with money, which everything in this world is, but it's just fucked up. And he's a piece of shit. And... I never watched him when I was younger anyways, so... I liked Fat Albert. I never watched the Cosby show, but I loved Fat Albert, okay. the, the car- cartoon. Yeah. And that was about as, like, Bill Cosby as I ever got. Yeah. His stand-up so, wasn't funny to me, and I, Jell-O, I, Jell-O, I didn't fuck with Jell-O. Yeah, like, the Jell-O and the pudding, get it out of here. I didn't fuck with Jell-O and pudding. I was over I don't know what the fuck you were doing with that Jell-O and that pudding, you sick fuck. I know what you were doing. You were sprinkling fucking, you know... Jello and pudding on their backs. <laughs> you were sprinkling fucking drugs in it, you fuck. Yeah, so... Um, 
Yeah, we are not a Bill Cosby podcast. Fuck no. This guy's a piece of shit. You got like all of us should be fucking storming the fucking his fucking house. Like if if people were fucking real, they should be storming like the DA's fucking office and like protesting out there because it's fucking so corrupt. This guy totally got, got out on technicality. He knew he was gonna get out the whole time. There was never one point in time. That's why when you always if you have now you like hindsight's twenty twenty, whenever you look back like on his trial and like like this shit, like remember when he's walking out of like the and he's like goofing around and doing funny because he fucking knew the whole time that he was gonna get the fuck out there's a whole deposition of him admitting to multiple rapes and drugging of fucking women he in his own words admitted to it Mm. the guy is out like honestly i was reading i was reading this one article and the guy put it bluntly this could be like one of the biggest serial rapists of like the last fucking century that we we don't really we we we've ever seen or or, or you don't want to see. Yeah, they had a they had the chick this on the Levitar cool, show. Man. Did you hear that? Like the the lady that'd been reporting on it since I go. Like yeah, I checked that out. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that shit was good. She's just like you know, and it's just. She was surprised. Everyone was surprised. So it's, it's disgusting. It sucks. It totally it's sucks. Disgusting. And the people out there that are backing him. Fuck you too, dude. Yeah. Uh, Mike, write it down. Let's go check on that AD, see if he gets uh, reelected. Because that'll be... I want to... Yeah, that I wanna, motherfucker I wanna, should I be out now. That guy. that guy should be out. That is like... That is so messed up to like all the fucking victims. That like, I, if I see, like, if I was a victim, this is why when people say, like, yeah, like when you guys ask, now. when you guys ask, like, oh, well, why didn't the girls just fucking say something when it fucking happened? The, you look to this moment right here on this podcast, okay, and fucking come back and listen to it again, and like, subscribe, and review, and hit that fucking you know thumbs up button when you come back. Yeah, do that. And uh, this is why because like, bro, people they don't you see come out and people don't believe you and like that on situation. First of all, no one likes it when you tell when you know you know you hate it when you say something and they don't believe you. That's already annoying. Then imagine if it's the worst. something like serious. Yeah, exactly. Then it's like, and then dramatic it's like and fuck. I'm yeah. Yeah. So, so fuck Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. I I'm gonna just believe that the world is still is still coming for you and it's gonna make it's gonna right the wrong. The hopefully. World, you're gonna fucking hopefully I hope you're like your butthole just rots from the inside mm. out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's hopefully gonna happen. I hope you go out just like the way you came in. Mm. As an asshole. As a fucking asshole. We all do. What was what, uh, what were we called again? Oh, Chromosites? I, chromosomes? I, Chromonites? No, no way. Ellie's, uh, wifey's Di- yelling dynamites? Like, into the, the mic right Dinobites? now. Dinobites? So, ectomorphs, Ectomor- maybe? Yeah, something maybe like that. Ectomorphs? Ectosomes? Something like, yeah, maybe it's ectosome. Like I don't know. Um, all right, what else you got? Are we going into this peacock now or what? Uh yeah yeah let's uh let's pop in this peacock I'm ready to go let's, I, let's I've pop got a, this cock. I've let's got go. a, I've got a fully fully charged peacock for you today Am I gonna like it or what You're going to love it Mmm let's get into it Dan Is that a printout? This is this one's a printout because 
this 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 shit got so heavy that like I was like I can't write all this. Ooh. I was doing like because I do my research and then I like I get like a like an overview of everything and then I start then I go all right let me go back through and start writing down like what I want to take from it and then like but when I was doing it, I was just like all right there's so much here that like I'm not gonna write all of this out this is gonna take me. Like, this is like the I walk in the door and it's the verbal meme of you but you're Charlie and there's just the red dots and the yarn. All yeah, because usually you're you're used to seeing the legal path. Yeah, just have my notes written out. I see. Yeah, you got the clipboard today too. Yeah, this one was wow. like this one was a little intense. So I was like, I can't write all this down. There's just he did more preparation for this than he did for the hurricane. Wow, <laughs> you can see where my priorities are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the podcast. Yeah. So um, this week's peacock in music is Sly and the Family Stone. Woo. Mm. Ugh. Mm. 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 Oof, this is going to be one that when it goes into the tourney, um, this is this is actually going to be, this is so this is like our eighth, so we're halfway through the next uh, seating. Yes. Sly, I don't want to see any against anyone. Sly, Sly the family stone. Yeah, this is a goodie. My boy. All um, right. As always, uh, Peacocks and Music Guys, where can it be found? On Spotify. On Spotify called? Uh... The well-fed boys, what do you mean? Oh, Peacocks Peacocks and Music. Yeah, Peacocks and Music. It's on there. Go find it. I put all the choice tracks from every single Peacock Mm. on this one. This week's uh, Peacocks and Music Spotify playlist, you're going to want to check out because I got the choice tracks up there and they're fucking goodies. Mm. They're just really good stuff. I've got the I've got the normal hits from Sly that we all know everyday people, you know, dance the music. I got those hits on there for you. And then I got the other ones that you don't know. I got the ones that he before he was like real crazy That's hippied what out. I, need. I got That's those, what okay? I, need. I got those too. And then I got the deep cuts of the later stuff. You're I need gonna, all the deep cuts. You're going to want to check out this week's Peacock and Music playlist, people. I promise. If there's nothing else that this podcast can do for you, let it let you get that little bit of joy and va- and validity when it's your turn to put some music on and you just put on some just deep cut bangers and Ugh. people are coming up to you saying, "That was dope." Where Good did you song. get this? And where you turned you it up? And what do you say to him? The Shut the Funk Up podcast. I played a deep cut Marvin Gaye song at the bar in New Orleans. Yeah. And it it rang out because it was on the touch tunes. Yeah. Shout There's out nothing to better. Shout out to Ali Lit who showed me the song when we were in the keys a couple weeks ago. And I put this jam on and everyone turned around and looked at me and I just was like I just pointed at the sky. What song was it? You remember? It was Is That Enough? Is by, that enough? By Marvin Gaye. Uh, we might even have to play that right after this, just you to know, give you a just little get taste. That out. Yeah, it was a banger. Check that so, out, people. Is that enough? Is that enough? Um. All right. So Sly and the Family Stone, 1966 to 1983. Uh, uh, obviously funk, soul, rock. I mean, duh. Just the. I mean, you you kind of hit psychedelic every, shit. You yeah, know. everything. <laughs> um, they're out of San Francisco. California, they're California people. Um, Sly, um, actually, his the fir- the band was first originally called Sly and the Stoners. Really? Yeah. So that's already- that San Fran just creeping in. Yeah, he yeah he grew up in that whole like hate Ashbury stuff too. Yeah. Um, mm. So Sly and the Stoners, uh, they play they play a gig. Um, this record executive David Caprolic uh, Caprolic Caprolic. I'm gonna say Caprolic. I think it's Ivica Pog signed the group to Epic Records. Big signing. Um, and 
it was like him him and the band you know they were like kind of like doing their own thing kind of like putting like i think they put out like a couple like eps and stuff and it wasn't until like david told sly he's like yo you need to put out like a record and write it yourself like not have like so much input from the rest of this band yeah so uh slide sly was reluctant actually to do it but he company uh, man yeah he was he kind of liked his but he was reluctant to do it and he did it and he of course wrote dance to the music bada bing bada boom groundbreaking worldwide hit yeah like case closed that's a king and it's it's funny when we run into some of these these people where it's like they have that one early song and because they get that one just like bump up the charts now they have something to hang their hat on. Mm-hmm. So the other hits, I feel like it's like, you know, the hits come easier after you have a hit. Yes. You know, the first hit is always the hardest. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, once you've got the notoriety, it maybe wasn't a hit, but because you're you, it made it a hit. He was pretty good off the rip, but he was, he was a, she was a star that fucking shined a little too bright, a little too quick. Mm. But, um, so yeah, like, so he wrote that, so he, he wrote that album, but um, now when I say like, you know, David gave him like the direction of like, Hey, you take over this and like you, you like really have like most of the input. He did keep like some of like the band together and stuff. And the one person that we're going to need to talk about, cause he's going to be, uh, woven into, uh, Sly and the Stones, um, uh, story here just because he was pretty prolific is their bassist. Mm. Yeah. Their bassist, Larry Graham Jr. was fucking badass. Okay. He was the... Speaking of, you know, when we were talking about Les Claypool earlier and his sound, uh, Larry Graham Jr. is the inventor of slapping the bass. So when we say slap at the bass, that's, that's who we're talking yes, about? He was he was the first person to do that before anybody else. Um, and, like, <laughs> you will hear it all, obviously, in Sly, and then you heard, you're going to hear for the rest of the, the, to the end of time now because... All basses. That's really because that was there was no other technique. You know, it was just like you just played the bass and it was just that lower tone in the back. You know, in the rhythm section, and then once you start slapping the bass, it gets a little bit more rhythmic, and uh, it really adds a, a total different tone. Yeah, um, it's a vibrance and, to it. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. It, it, it changed the sound, it changed of, the the sound of, of playing the bass. Yeah. So Larry Graham Jr. is fucking man in this okay. band. Um, so in September 1966, the band uh, went overseas on tour, popped into England, and then uh, that that just didn't go well. Mm. Um, racial situation or what? It was not a racial situation. It was a Larry Graham situation. Mm. You know, he smoked a little bit too much weed, mm-hmm. and he just did not get along with uh, uh, promoters over there. Got it. So like... Didn't even make it like past like the first couple of weeks of the tour. Mm. Uh, the the country of England said, "Get the fuck out, <laughs> you fucking wankers! Get the fuck out, you fucking wanker! <laughs> I don't, you know, <laughs> Italio, you fucking you finish fucking your bangers fuck. and mash. Get the fuck out! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get in the lift and get the fuck out of our fucking country." <laughs> Um, so. I wanted one more. I don't have one. <laughs> okay, I was gonna wait. I was gonna. Um, so they got fuck out. Um, so they go back in the studio in '68 there, and they uh, they release "Everyday People," which again, boom, another number one hit. Just yeah, absolute. Yeah, just 
which yeah. if anyone doesn't know, Everyday People, very early song, which was not... Actually, I shouldn't say that because in 68, that was Vietnam pretty... War shit and every song was about protests yeah. and like, you know, black, the, you know, blacks getting fucking mistreated, you know, this shit just keeps going on well, forever. Yeah, that was the civil rights movement. That's what every day, every day. A lot of protesting going on about a lot of different shit Right, back well, then. And, in that, and in that song, they popularized the catchphrase, different strokes for different folks. There you go. That was in that song and was really popularized from that, from, from that song. So like, that's what you hear Great now. Great TV show. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was not just different strokes. I think that was it. Yeah, but oh yeah, I'm giving them credit. Um, yeah. So that that was Sly and them. They the different stroke shit and that song was like you know a huge fucking thing for uh, that community. Um, so uh, they had a they played Woodstock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, Woodstock, seen, I've seen some of their footage. And they uh, they destroyed it. Woodstock. They actually they they're they're all. I always remember when they people talk about Woodstock. Anyone that's ever been there, they always talk about Sly's and the Flaming Stones, um, uh, their show. Because apparently, like, I forget, like, Jimmy or someone who was the night before, they just got pushed back for some reason. Yeah. So they ended up having, they were supposed to go on at, like, you know, 2 in the morning or, like, or something like that. And they just got pushed back where they eventually, they went on at, like, sunrise. When the sun was coming up and, like, Sly was going on. Because everything got pushed back, and apparently it was just the most legendary fucking set. Mm. Like, I, I, like everyone always like talks about the Sly set at Woodstock was just like because everyone was just like on drugs. It was perfect. It was you know got everyone up. That was their coffee. Mm. I want you know that. they took it black. Yeah, I bet. You know what I mean? Um, and then so this so this next part this was actually why I chose uh, why I chose um, Sly and the Family Stone. I need you. You have homework. I I know that you yes. have homework additional, uh, and you got a you have Hulu. Um, we I'll I'll make it work. You can make it work. Um, everyone out there, especially Jordan here, uh, the new Questlove documentary came out. I saw that it came out. Is it? It's only on. It's only on Hulu. It's only on, well, it's on Hulu and then in theaters. I think. Okay, that was the Summer of Soul, right? Yes. So I watched it. It's. Pretty fucking sweet, as as we would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so go watch it and fucking check out that footage. So yeah, they played the Harlem Cultural Festival, which is what that documentary yeah. is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, blew the socks off of that shit, obviously. Um, so now this is that was like nineteen sixty eight and stuff, um, sixty nine. Now, like this is where like this is where it starts getting a little fucking hairy with the band. The they. The drug use in this band was really fucking bad. Mm. Like, everybody in the fucking band. They were just, like, all on something at all times? Yeah, all of them, like... Yeah, they did, like, just heavy, heavy fucking drugs. Um, Relationships within the band started deteriorating. um, And Sly and Larry Graham uh, really started getting into it. Yeah? Yeah, Sly and Larry really started, like, bashing heads on it. And, um... Their, their record label wanted fucking, you know, way more marketable. Because the record label, I mean, their record label, they're putting out, like, number one hits every time they do. They When they do work, yeah. they're putting out hits. Yeah, their shit's on point, but it's yeah. just that it's, like, hurting the cats to, to the end of the barn. Right, exactly. And then um, Sly, because uh, they're, you know, black band, they're kind of big, they're wrapped up with the uh, Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. And the Black Panthers... Uh, that was another thing I meant to mention that was sweet about Sly's band. Their their drummer and their sax player are both white. Really? Their drummer is fucking nasty. 
<laughs> like this boy oh. can this boy can bang. Okay. So and the, the drummer's name was Greg Gregorico and the uh, saxophone player was Jerry Jerry Martini. And um, they were the only white guys in the band. A lot of martini jokes, huh? Yeah, yeah. And um, the Black Panthers wanted those two fucking guys out, and they wanted their fucking white manager, David Kapralik. Mm -hmm. That's what what we're going with. Yeah, we have to. Um, They wanted them the fuck out. Because, like, they got black pride. Yeah. And Sly said... Um, no to the fucking drummer and fucking, uh, saxophonist, but yeah, David can go kick rocks. <laughs> okay. So. That's what we call a negotiation. <laughs> right, a yeah. A compromise. Yeah, because they were nasty. Greg was nasty on the drums and shit. Um, so, uh, they all moved to La- uh, Los Angeles and leave San Fran, um, and moved to Los Angeles in 69. And like I said, they're just doing so many fucking drugs, mainly cocaine and PCP. Ugh. And like they're all just partying, and it's getting really, really bad. Like it's said that like um, Sly keep he kept a violin, uh, uh, violin, uh, what you call it, case. case with him at all times, and it was just packed to the brim with just tons and tons of fucking drugs. Um, but also too at this time. Sly, you know, he's doing tons of drugs and stuff, and he gets rid of uh, the white manager, Dave, David, and so he, guess what he does? He hires his fucking, his his boys from the streets, mm. you know, his, uh, his street-wise cohorts, if you will, mm-hmm. and we're going to go through a couple of their names here, and because normally I would just skip over the names, but the names are too good to skip over. Yeah, no, I need, so, <laughs> if anything of this whole yeah. podcast, I need these names. Yeah, so. So what do you got? So we've got, um, he hired Hamp. Bubba Banks and J.B. Brown. As whoa, whoa, whoa. You went way too fast past that first one. Hamp, Hamp, his name's Hamp Banks, Hamp, but Hamp Bubba Banks. They Bubba call him Bubba, Banks. but they call him Bubba. I mean, yeah, what Hamp else? Hamp Banks, they call him Bubba. And then okay. they got, and J.B. Brown, those were his personal managers. Uh, and then those two guys, then they brought in these two gangsters off the street. Apparently, there was apparently just gangsters off the street. And one of them's name was Edward Chin, or Edward Elliott, also known as Eddie Chin. Please, <laughs> Eddie Chin. Uh, please do not owe money to Eddie Chin. <laughs> Eddie Chin will come get you. And then uh, they also had a guy who was in the mafia, J.R. Voltrano. Or, or, or is it? Is if no, it's probably Voltrano. Or, as no. long as it ends in a in a, in a vowel, it's probably like Voltrano. There's an L in there, maybe the L's, but it's J.R. Let's really go J.R. Voltrano. As long, like I said, <laughs> as long as it's got the vowel at the end, we're good. Yeah. Um, and those were his bodyguards. Love that. So those, so he he just like gets rid of the white guy, gets two of his fucking just like black dudes in there that fucking Bubba and fucking JB, and then they they hire Eddie Chin and fucking Mr. Vetrano, who I feel like Mr. Vetrano is the muscle. Yeah, he yeah. didn't take any <laughs> shit. Don't mess with him or the chin. So uh, Sly has these guys handling all the business dealings, getting all the drugs. And like doing like anything to protect him, and um, more and, and any just anyone to protect him and or any enemies of the staff. And let me just I and think the bandmates. Right now, everyone has paused the podcast and they go, "Oh man, this is about to go downhill." Yeah, I'm gonna take the hot take that this turned things around. Um, I mean, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, you could have be farther from the truth. 
So he he gets the uh, he gets fucking right, Eddie it was Chin. A bad idea. He gets Eddie Chin and fucking Bubba in there, and immediately the two white boys skedaddle. Oh, <laughs> Greg's I mean, out. Greg is like, oh, I can't do this shit. I'm fucking out. Okay. You know, he gets a little too scared. Yeah. You know, I don't it's, blame. It's him. not good. It's not good. So um, this now really starts a rift within the band too, with all with other bandmates. Uh, hint, hint. Larry Graham Jr. Yeah. Um. So in '71, they're still churning out hits. Puts out Family Affair. Mm. You know that that shit becomes another one, another number one. There it is. Another number one. That's three if you're counting that's, out there. I was about to say that's three ships. Yeah. So I mean that's fucking huge. So then, so like I hinted at before. Larry and Sly. They didn't like each other before, and now Sly brings in all of his fucking muscle and all of his boys, and now it's just like Larry Graham's not, not having it. So a fight breaks out between the two entourages, and apparently mm. Bubba and Eddie Chin uh, catch wind that Graham is hiring a hitman just for Sly. Oof, not something you want to catch wind of. Yeah, so... Well, actually, it, it is something you want to catch wind <laughs> of, right? say, depends on who you are. It might are. be the best thing that you can catch in the wind. <laughs> yeah, honestly, there's, yeah, there's only a few things you want to catch in the two. There's only two things you want to catch in the wind. One is if there's a hit out on you, and two, a butterfly. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, Bubba and Eddie Chin catch wind, and... Uh, they immediately just like assault like Graham and all of his associates and just like just go what's good and just beat the fuck out of them. Mm. Um, it, apparently, like Graham and his wife like narrowly escape like the building like their hotel. They they got their hotel window Ooh. to get away from this shit. Like it's just like like Bubba and Eddie are like we're fucking we're fucking you guys we're killing you. Yeah, you know what I mean we from the streets. Um, they get a ride safely out of fucking town, and then, you know, at this point, uh, you know, Larry Graham, he don't want that smoke no more. No. He don't want that smoke no more. Man. So, he actually, uh, ironically, he uh, gets replaced by Bobby Womack. Oh. <laughs> you know? Mr. 110th Street. You know what I mean? I like that. Yeah. That was, that's 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 awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, he gets replaced by Bobby Womack. Oh, I forgot. So there, also, sick basis. Sick basis. Yeah. Sick basis. Damn. And honest, and, and I think there's, I honestly think there is a, I think there's a story, may, I, you, you guys might have to look this up, but I think there's a, I think like Bobby ends up taking Sly's wife. Looking it up right now. Continue. Uh, ty- type in Bobby and Sly and like wife, like maybe, maybe I'm getting that confused, but I think Bobby Womack stole somebody's wife. Oh, you know wife. what? I remember. He stole Miles' wife. He, he stole somebody's wife or something. I can't remember right now. All right. Back to Sly. Um, so, uh, in 1973, he releases the album Fresh. Um, by this time, you know, Sly's sound is a little bit more stripped down, um, but very rhythmically, like, complex. Like, he's really, really pretty much hit, like, his sound mm, on Fresh. I have it. What do you have? Bobby Womack. Uh, was no, it was fairly well known that the protege, Bobby Womack, married Sam Cooke's widow. That was Sam Cooke. Barbara. Cook. There that, you go. No, when we, yeah, when, we did, when we did Sam Cooke, I think I went over that. Didn't he do, like, at, con, at a concert, too, or something? Oh, wait. Some, and, oh. and that Cooke's daughter, Linda... Later married Bobby's brother, Cecil Womack. That's just a little extra nugget you get there. There you go, guys. That's a peacock conception, right? That's a peacock within a peacock. You've just been incepted, Leo. That's good. Boom. Womack brothers were cleaning up on the cooks, huh? (laughs) 
Well, the second one. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, Fresh comes out in '73, and it doesn't really have like a lot of commercial success, like at all. But it's by far their best one, and is now regarded as like one of the best funk albums of all time. Really? Yeah. It's 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 really weird how how that like because it's you listen to it now and it's by far his best one. Mm. But at the time, it it didn't have a lot of success at all. I feel like that's a reoccurring theme in music where there's like those hidden gems. That when they come out, don't make a big splash. And then mm-hmm. years later, everyone's like, that is the genius of who they truly were as artists, right? Yes. Yep. Exactly. It was, it's just, it's, it's just music has a funny way of doing that. You know what I mean? Oh, I think that the maturation of a sound that you've heard many a times actually gets better. Well, it rarely yeah. gets worse when it's some of the greats. It it usually gets better. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to think now. Like off the top of my head, but it's just like yeah. There's always those those albums that like artists come out that they do, and, and like at the time, it's like oh, this is terrible. Then you look back, it's like oh, this was a masterpiece. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, but yeah, let's get back to this fucking the drugs and this band and, and how they just now now they're pro- the drugs and this stuff is so bad. They're now they they're they're becoming liabilities to just play play gigs. Yeah. Now they're like they're not showing up. If they do, they leave early. I was watching like a couple of the gigs, and then I know I especially watched this one episode of the Dick Cavett show when he was on there. They played, and then he went to be interviewed. And Sly is just absolutely bonkers out out of just like he's just fucking so high. Yeah. It's it's pretty not a good embarrassing. Look either. Yeah. Not pretty a good embarrassing. Look. Um. So yeah, they're becoming very unreliable. Uh, concert goers are like rioting too. Like it's become a thing now. Like if you if like they it's become a thing. Like now it's known that he might not even just show up and shit. Yeah, and crowds know the that. Lauren Hill syndrome. Yeah, because even in in that documentary, the Questlove documentary, they even say they talk about that. There's like yeah, you know they would there were so many times where they you would announce like all right, sign the Family Stone, and then but concert goers knew like are they actually going to come out? Yeah, and they said it in that. Nothing worse than that skepticism. Yeah, as a, so, fan, as a fan base. Uh, Sly was torn the U.S. in uh, in uh, in 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 1983. This is really this just the whole downfall and like the band pretty much ends in Fort Myers, Florida. Of course, Ooh, a lot of um, things end there. Yeah, he, yeah. He was arrested <laughs> on drug possession. Um, had to go straight to rehab because everybody knew how bad he was, just like with the fucking drugs and shit. Um, he collaborated, you know, and did some stuff after he got out of there. But then he again got had another fucking cocaine and uh, drug conviction possession and stuff. So landed him back in jail and shit. And then at this point, his life just fucking. I mean, the band was done at this point. His life was just like just spout out of control. And I just don't. I don't have a good uh, ending to this fucking mm. fascinating fucking human being. Because it ends with like, the last like kind of known thing that we know about him was uh, the New York Post did like a piece on him back in 2011, 2012, and they basically fucking found they couldn't they found him and he was living homeless out of like a white camper in Los Angeles and uh, like lives like right out in front of like this white couple's house and he just lives in the band and. In, in the van and he's like you know uses like they help him out they'll feed him they bring food out to him he'll go inside and like they'll let him usually take showers and shit like that and he's just basically probably holed up in his van fucking doing drugs and fucking 
Probably Damn. just decaying away. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, so he's like living, literally living in a van down by the river. So we all we all make fun of that, but uh, not so funny now. No, it's not. You know, a genius is just decaying away out in front of like a white couple's house while they're just they're giving him like lasagna, leftover lasagna, shit. Left leftover lasagna. So that's your peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. sauce on that peacock but that's a good that's the meat that's the meat this man needs yeah um so let, there's a there was a couple other things here that um i wanted to get into um one was i went to a movie out of this on friday when we got out of work early what'd we see so i made the mistake man I made the mistake of going to see a, a, a Quiet Place, the part two. Okay. And I didn't realize that, you know, you gotta be quiet in that movie. Yeah. Did I you mean, see the first one? Yeah. It was great. I loved the first one. Um, I, from, from what I remember, yeah, it was good. I was like, that was like a middle COVID movie for me. It was okay, yeah. I love I loved the first one. It was I thought the first one was great. It hit all like the check boxes for Alex's like horror film uh, genre movie shit. Um, which basically like Alex's Are we favorite going horror on that? Definitely. I'm suspense thriller. Um Cuz it wasn't super gory, right? No, but I mean it was scary. Okay. I'm going to fold on this one. I'm not a horror, I'm not a horror guy. It's a creature feature. It's a creature feature. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. It's a creature feature. Love that. You can have it. It's mine. It's yours. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Any one of those, like, yeah, those are creature features. Um, so I, yeah, I like the first one. So I, so you gotta be kind of quiet. So I'm in the movie theater, and uh, but that's like a rule. We all know that rule. Yeah. So no, we. I, I, I had a couple behind me. Ooh. We got, got I, Alex got into it. Alex got in the middle. Got in, in the middle of the, the middle of the feature. Oh well, okay. Let's yeah. hear let's hear about this. So, um, besides like there's a there's a ton of other things that I was super unhappy with like with the movie theater. Like you're not gonna see me go back to the movie for like a while now. Mm. Like after this whole entire. Well, what burned your brussies? I mean, one it was the movie theater like where you have to like order at the front and like you have to go sit down and come bring it to you. Like one, like I ordered like like the recliner chairs and all that. Uh, not like, not as good as the recliner ones, mm. but uh, it was the core. I went to Corridor Ridge over here, and uh, but they're like the, you know they bring it that you order, but you can't. They just want to give you popcorn right there. Like if you go sit down and like they bring it to you like in like twenty minutes or some fucking ridiculous <laughs> shit. Okay. So at first they brought, they brought like my popcorn, and then I was like, yo, I fucking ordered milk duds too. Throw in this shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, and um. Uh, and they didn't bring they didn't bring my coke either. Like when they brought the duds, I was like, "How am I supposed to eat both of this shit without coke?" Duh. I'm trying to like find it. I'm trying to help you guys out. I was because I thought about bringing my own shit before, and I was like, "No, you know what? Like they're doing bad. 
Like, yeah, I'll drop some money charity. for them, you know? Yeah. For the AMC movie fucking, fucking Titans. And, uh, so, whatever, that was annoying. And then in the in the in the previews when the previews were coming on the the, the fucking screen kept fucking cutting out like in the middle of the, mm, the exact same sowing doubt sly and the family stone sowing doubt yeah so it was super annoying and it kept <laughs> it kept happening in the middle of the the Top Gun preview ugh and, and like I like I got up the like the first time like I, everyone just kind of sat there and then like I was about to like get up because I was like okay someone's gotta go tell them now and then like it came back on but it started again from the beginning. Like all the previews again, and then Ooh, it got to the oh top gun. And the second time, I got the same exact part in the top gun, and it went out again. Read the same part. So then I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like so annoyed. So I get up and I go out there, and I'm like, "Yo, it did it again on the same part to the top gun." And I told, and then I told the guy, I "Go honestly." I was like, "Can you just skip over the top gun fucking preview?" I go because that's a shitty ass movie, and no one's gonna see it anyway. Mm, and what do like. You say? He got a good chuckle from it, um, and he goes, yeah, I'm just going to fucking start it right as soon as, like, go, I'm going to go straight to the movie. I'm like, please. Wow, you're the only human that's ever requested to go through the previews <laughs> and successfully navigated that. Wow, congratulations. So if we go back Michael and, Cuff. like, boom, it started right from the beginning of the movie. So. <laughs> big, big movie lost. <laughs> Dog, I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, you're killing me. Some CEO was given a little note on his desk and he, and he the goes, CEO he goes, of Universal is right now, and he's like, "Oh, this, really?" Turns around in his chair, puts his newspaper down, and goes, "This motherfucker did what?" <laughs> That's what happened. So, um, so we're going. There's this couple like behind me, older, older than like you know, they're like in their fifties. So I they bet. know the rules. They're in their fifties, I bet, and they're they're being mad loud. They're being just mad loud. You can hear them talking. Like, the whole time, like, as the movie's, like, starting, um, I mean, they're, I mean, again, like, I'm not even, I'm not actually even mad at this because it's, because the movie is inherently very silent. Yeah. <laughs> for obvious reasons, because that's how the movie is, but, so, but they're just wrestling around, like, in their purse, like, their, their drinks, their bad, like, they're just not even trying to be quiet, mm. whereas everyone else was, like, being quiet. Yeah. Everyone else was like, you could tell, like, okay, that guy was putting down his popcorn softly. Yeah. So they're being loud. And then, like, once you hit, like, once we hit, like, 15, 20, maybe 15, 20 minutes in, now I can hear them saying things like, I don't even get what's... They're not understanding what's going on in the movie. You know, they're actually like, what are they even looking for? Like, looking for freedom? What are they looking for? (laughs) Like, and I'm... Wild speculation. Yeah. And, and like, I can hear them now bitching about the movie. And, which is... It's making me mad because again, you're you're I can you're talking like you're you're very loud. You're not they're not whispering. They're talking, and I I'm liking the movie so far. So I can hear you bashing it. Mm. So whatever it gets to, you know, it gets to the point where like the guy goes like takes a piss or whatever, and he comes back and he can't find his wife because <laughs> it's like all dark in there, and he's like. Mary and he's just oh. like I'm right here. I'm just like, right, really? We're doing that? Like, there's maybe eight people in this whole place. Cause I went to the matinee show. I went to the two o'clock show. So there's not, there's no one in there. There's like uh. literally eight to ten people in this whole theater, just like calling out his wife. And like, and I'm just like, oh my god, I can't stand you guys. I'm picturing him thinking that he's in like the biggest full parking lot at like a 
at like a Six Flags over <laughs> Georgia and he just can't find his car. Yeah, it's it's wild. So then this is when we hit this is when we hit the moment where Alice goes, "Okay." Uh-oh. Okay. What do we got? This is so um this guy's phone starts ringing. Mm. Loud. How long does he let it go? He's he can't find it. He's ruffling around in his wife's purse or whatever it is. He can't find it. The purse he, is made of glass. Yeah, he can't see the. I guess it lit, lit up apparently. And uh, she's like, "Huh? What? Okay. Well, I'm gonna go to the bathroom." She gets up. He goes, "I can, I can hear everything that's going on because mm. they're just talking." Mm. This guy, I'm like, "Oh my god, this thing's ringing so I can't believe you didn't put on silent." But <laughs> yeah, then, hey, what's going on? You know what? Yeah, I can talk. But you know what? That goes back to like being my fault because I told the guy to just skip everything and I skipped the part right before when the movie starts when they tell you to turn everything off. Mm. You know. So the give and the take. Yeah. And so he, hello, just like this, this, this volume of voice, Jordan. Hello. Oh, Hey, what's up? He's having a conversation. My guy, he's having a conversation. They should put to put him to death. Dog, I, and so like, they're like over here. So I can, I turn, I rich, Slowly. My, I rich my phone. No, no, I went, I made like, I was very like, demonstrative with it because I want him to like look over and because I was I, I only was saying I'm only saying one word yeah and I go really ooh I thought you were gonna go shh no and he and the guy turns to me and he with the, the phone in his fucking ear and the guy you can hear you can, you can hear the guy the phone it's so it's quiet mass fucking you can hear everything you can hear the guy like talking to him on the phone and he and the guy just looks at me and, and I'm just looking at him scowling just like what what's what are you gonna say? What's good? Because the <laughs> next thing out of your mouth better be very some important. brilliant Mark very important. shit. <laughs> it better be some brilliant fucking Henry Wood, Wordsworth Longfellow shit, bro. Because mm. I'm about to fucking become one of these creatures and bite your fucking head off. About to be a creature feature feature right here. Right? Damn it! <laughs> Bumbled. Um. So and so he gets it. He's like, holy shit! All right, this fucking guy's pissed. So. He's just like respect. He's just like, and then he quickly gets off. Like he quickly gets off the phone. There, he he has to do a couple more like little sentences. Oh really? Oh, okay. Wow. Oh wow. And then he quickly then he gets off, and that because even like those two sentences that he said before, he I was like, he's got one more like a couple words to say, or I'm getting out of my seat. Then mm. you, you know don't want I mean? that bear to get up. Yeah, because I was just like, yo, take that fucking phone. The next thing was gonna take that fucking phone call outside right now. That was it. That was always going to be said. So the woman comes back. He's like, now, like, I can, again, they're just talking out loud. I don't think they know how loud they are. That's got to be it. And they just, they can't because then now I can hear him explaining to her, like, what just happened, the interaction that just happened between us. <laughs> yeah, this guy, man. Like, like, right there, right there. And I'm like, <laughs> I went, I took a look to real quick. He's like, puts his hand down. And so fucking. 15 minutes, 50 more minutes go by, and they're just like, this movie sucks. You know, let's get out of here. And they get up and leave, but at that point, now I want them to fuck. No, no, you're not allowed to do what you've done and then this leave. whole time. You have to stay. I know, and then I, then I wanted to go and be like, uh uh uh. Get your fucking out. You're come sit next to me. Come Let's sit go. right next to me, and you're gonna talk the whole time, and you're gonna finish this fucking movie. Eat these fucking milk duds. They, with the popcorn. <laughs> you're gonna really like them because they're all melted. Yeah, you're me. gonna like this a lot. Not but, as much as the movie. 
I was so mad they got up, they got up and left. Didn't even finish it. Wow. I was livid. I was like, I'm never going to a movie ever again. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. They bro- they broke a lot of rules. Movie deserve, etiquette, people. They deserve to be punished. Movie etiquette, man. Which I think is reasonable. Death. I was so like, I I was so mad that I was not going to be able to have the moment of when the movie ends and the lights come on and all you know everyone gets up at the same time. Yeah. I was I was looking forward to you that. You wanted moment. that thirty second walk to the. Front. I wanted that thirty second walk. Love right next to them, just fucking barking in their ear. Mm, I wanted you to have that too. I wanted it so bad. You'll never like, get it. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, so that one hurt a little bit. Movie etiquette, people, like just come on, and you won't see me back. With, I won in a while. You won't see me back in, in a movie in, in for a while now. We're gonna find one that's gonna get you back. Yeah. How bad is Space Jam gonna be? Oh my god! I don't even—I don't even care to really watch it. No, no, I think it's gonna. And be I like animated movies. Well, and I just think that like there's just astronomical. There's too much hype. hype I feel like it was supposed and, to. It should have came out like six months ago. Or it just should have came out like three years after the original. That's how you do a sequel. That's how it's supposed to be done. We when you wait thirty years to do a sequel, it's never gonna measure up to the original yeah, classic. I mean, coming to America will tell you that. Yeah. The. There's a litany of of uh, uh, an entire scroll list of people that yeah, tried to do that. You and never... find one that came out user that actually was good. Yeah, gotta be at least you know a decade plus after the original. Yes. There's get three zero five seven four one three six seven one. We're gonna do phone calls next week. Give us a movie that came out much later than the original yeah. and was better. Yeah, because you're not gonna have any. No, I'm not gonna get any phone calls. Mm-hmm. So. And then, so just and so just to cap off this story too, as so as I leave the movie theater, he just he, can we talk about funeral possessions, funeral what you, p- processions? What do you got? What's up with these these things being allowed? You got cops blocking off shit. Yeah, they like pay for it so they can get like a quick ride to the fucking. No, 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 no. That's that's not shouldn't be allowed anymore unless you're fucking you know. You know, I the regular even, folk you're saying. Unless you're like Beyonce or something. Yeah, like the regular folk when Overrated. your caravan has fucking 10, 15 cars. I had one go on the ride home and it was like literally 10 cars, I think. Yeah. And then like the two like fucking, there was two of the caskets. So, you know, someone, someone went out together. Mm. Um, and they got like six cop cars blocking off everything, blocking off all the streets. Letting them, nah, dog. I think that nah. this. I think you're transferring some of your. Movie. Everybody will get there. And we'll all wait for you. I think that you're 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 lashing out due to the experience that you just <laughs> had at the movie theater. I think otherwise this would have been a very just run of the mill event that would have barely burned that your brussies. That person's dead. They're not going anywhere. They got time. And honestly, and I bet if you asked that person to cast it, they would be like, "Yeah, bro, Alex is right. Slow down. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get in that ground at all." Mm, good point. You know what I mean? I bet like that. You like that person does not like. No, nah, don't get the no speed, bro. Yeah, Honestly, I take, got time. Take me. Get get go get a bicycle. Go get that mongoose and take me there. Like I want to take a while. Or not? Just take me on the scenic route. Yeah. Like don't grab. Don't get the cops involved. No. All right. I can. I can get behind. Like, that. I why, think you're. Why lashing are we rushing out, them? Why, I think you're we, lashing out. <laughs> 
I love you. Like, all right, I can give it that, but I think you're lashing out. I think you are lashing out. That shit's annoying. I think there's got to be a couple of people. I mean, have you you never been at like a, like a stoplight where like all of a sudden like this thing rolls up and then you're like, oh shit, what's going on? And you think it's like a police chase. Nope. It's just a fucking wagon with like six cars behind it. Well, don't worry. Because I they've don't got, have... they're in a real big hurry. I'm not the type of narcissist that's going to make you do anything like that. You're just going to have a very lengthy list and a very, you know, a seven-figure sum of money to take my children all over the country for the next seven months until I decide that they can have the money that I left them anyways. Yeah. So I'm not a narcissist like that. No. Thank you. See, thank you. Yeah, I get it. So, yeah, I had a pretty good little Friday. (laughs) Um, I got something quick, and this triggered me when I was in the airport, the worst place on the fucking planet. Um, And I think that there needs to be some type of federal oversight committee that is responsible for checking these motherfuckers, trying to get a little extra clout from these band t-shirts. This is a classic Def Leppard, White Snake, Metallica (laughs) situation where I'm looking at you, and I know... You've never listened to them in your goddamn life. Oh, I know. And you're wearing that shirt, and well, I'm you, supposed to look at you and give you credit for wearing that dope-ass, like, deadhead shirt, and I'm I know... With, I'm with you. I, I, what you want to do, what the game I always want to do, is I would walk up to them and just be like, name three songs. Well, no, that's Wait, what so, I was going to say. Besides the one. There needs to be like, a federal agency. I'll be like, hey, name three songs by Nirvana that's not smells with, without Smells Like Teen Spirit. Go. There no, needs- and they'll be like, uh, he's like, yep, you're up. Time's up. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. If you can't say, name that shit in 15 seconds, you're fucking out. I want a federal committee that will then walk around public and challenge these people. And you have to name either it could be three, yeah, three songs, three not songs, the top three songs. Albums, three whatever. And if you, and if you, uh, and if you know it, they will apologize and say, I'm sorry, give a quick bow. But if you cannot name it. They take that shirt and confiscate it as evidence, as forgery, because you are fraudulent. And I will yes. not stand for this. I will, I will run on this platform of creating jobs. I'm with to you. check everyone on. I this. want. I feel like you, more often than not, you they will they won't be able to uh, to, to to pass. They won't and be able to pass it. If you think about the people who actually wear band shirts, those are the people that actually really love the band. They're Usually. wearing they're wearing the band shirt. Yeah. And then the probably majority of people wearing that shirt have no fucking clue who they are. I think I have like I'm trying to think of right now. I've got like a Selena shirt. I've got like a Biggie. I got a Biggie shirt and I'm I think I've got like, you know, one of my brother's shirts or something. Yeah. Like I know those three those are like I know those bands through and through. Yeah. I think about Amy Winehouse or too. It's like, I, I don't have any band shirts that I don't know the fucking people. I have a, I just threw away or I, maybe it's maybe deep an outcast. The, no, I have a Dilla shirt that's back in the closet somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I got a Badu shirt. Yeah. I think and that's you it. know those guys through and through. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the, it's, yeah, you see the little blondie and you just, you just want to be like, you're a fraud. Yeah. So I, I'm, I might run on this political platform of creating jobs uh, for this federal agency. I think it's a great idea. And I just want to stop the musical fraudulence. Now, the one drawback I have is that I'm clearly just <laughs> prejudiced and, and 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 judging people by looking at them. In which case, yes. the beauty of music is I can look at you and never truly know what type of music you listen to. So that's why the agency is there 
to determine this for me because I will just look at you <laughs> okay. and say that you don't listen to Def Leppard. But maybe you can just string off like 10 of their hits right now and that was a formative band for you. In which case, the federal agency will apologize and continue on. Put it this way. Sweep after, the West after Wing. After one year of the agency putting it in effect, if their, if their ratio is, uh, is worse than 50-50, we'll shut it down. All right, you heard it here first. You know, if they're not, if if they're asking, you know, people and and sixty percent of them are getting it right, shut it down. All right, that's the rule. Shut it down. All right, we'll start it out then. Okay, you and I. Now I have one last little nugget here because I wanted I have I have a homeowner question from one new Ooh. homeowner to a to another veteran homeowner. I wouldn't call me a vet, but I've been in the league a couple years. I'm not making you know. The rookie minimum anymore. I got You're that second contract. Team. Okay, I'm on that second contract. Okay, okay. L- literally, you are literally on the second contract. That's true. So I saw this uh, over the weekend happening, and I said to myself, "Should I be doing this?" Mm, what do you got? I don't want. I don't want to do it. But is this something that I should be doing that others are doing? Because I want. I want to be. I want to be doing it correctly. Okay. Washing out your trash in your trash can and your recycling can. Out, you're out. Your your ones out front. Your big. Your the big ends. That, that the ones to, you're putting out the every ones week. Ones that go to the curb. Do you wash yours out? How well? How often are you are you supposed to? I'm asking you. Um, Sounds like you you don't wash them. Though. Very. Sounds rarely. like the only one that gets like really bad or something. Um, I'll tell you this. Down here, this is that South Florida heat. Uh, sometimes. The trash can get like really, you know, maggoty and maggoty, stuff. Yeah. In that situation, I throw some bleach in there, and 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 and. and I, I me as well. If I'm only trash and there's nothing in my trash can, but then I can just see like there's maggots in there. It's like, all right, we're 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 cleaning this out. Yeah, those are mostly. That's mainly it. I'm not. It's not a routine that it's like, oh, it's the third Thursday of the month. Yeah, you're not cleaning out your trash, trash can, can like three times a year. Yeah, it's mostly during summer. The rest of the year, no, no. definitely not. Okay, because I, I noticed it now twice with a, a neighbor here, and I was like, okay, is she OCD or am I a disgusting fuck? I don't. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think she's probably just you know either it's smelling and it's near a door, or you know she's just maybe she does have OCD, whatever. But I don't think you're a piece of shit for not doing it. I think you're a piece of shit for a lot of other reasons. Okay, sweet. Word. Well, one reason that you're not going to think that I'm a piece of shit is because um, your your boy's DJing again this week. I do not think you're a piece of shit. Right? And we're trying to drive some traffic there. We're trying to get get a little funeral procession going there. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's clog the streets Bring the Grateful Dead. Let's go. Um, When? Where? So it's at Ginger's again. It's over here off Oakland Park Boulevard. Um, 8 p.m. sharp this Friday. Guys, come out. We're going to throw down. I think we're going to have a pretty good crowd out there. Yeah? Yes. So we're doing our second meet and greet. We're doing our second meet and greet. Um, Come out. Boogie with me. Talk with Jay. And uh, and climb High Five Mountain with us. Let's do it. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, obviously, to share, share, share the music with you. And it's just... And we're we're, last time was so much fun. We're bringing the funk out. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was specifically requested by Ginger. She said, "We want the funk again. We want the funk." Yeah. So the last one was fun as shit. Yeah, it was. Last one was a hit. It was a very good time. Yeah. So um, just want to give a little shameless plug on that one again. Um, As always, guys, uh, rate, subscribe, review. 
Call in 305-741-3671. We're going to, I think we're going to do. Voicemails next weekend. Or think, next week. Next I, week. Yeah, I think we're doing voicemails next week. Uh, so get those in so we can play them uh, 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 live for you guys um, on the next episode. Those are always fucking super fun. We always love hearing from you guys. Um, other than that, uh, we'll uh, we'll see your cutie patooties next week. Doses.